Hey y'all, happy Tuesday. I'm Ashley. This is Honestly I'm Irritated. You're here for a show, okay? You are in for a show. No, I'll honestly, whoa. <laughs> in all honesty, we're just gonna have a good time today. Today is gonna be about the wonderful, successful, courageous, trailblazing, awesome, uh, monumental, perfectionist, beautiful, you know, just one of a kind Beyonce, since her birthday is tomorrow, 9481 B Day. And might I add, B Day is actually my first official favorite album by Beyonce. And she has not disappointed since then, but that was just my favorite album. But we're going to get into all that momentarily. Again, welcome to this Tuesday's podcast, and we are going to bring you some of the slight irritations from today in just one second. Okay, so let me tell y'all about just, you know, all too common, but really unfortunate, just, but not surprising event. So, irritation for the day. A couple things. So, as people who, you know, go to school know, the prices for college books are stupid, and it's just like, if you're paying for a course at college, they should just include the cost of the material you need for that class, like, in the, you know price for the class in my opinion make it a lot easier a lot better than you know making you have to buy all these books and like I probably understand they don't want you to like have to buy it from them because then it will it could save like more money if you do um go like to check or go to half price books go to another type of book rental or purchasing place or platform but it's like if you're gonna have a required text that I have to get through the specific school's bookstore, fucking just charge me for it in the tuition fee or in the class fee. Like, that's just so annoying. Cause then it'd be little stupid issues that come up with financial aid or just things don't always work out how you think. And then you gotta try to fin. Let me speak for myself. I gotta try to finesse through different things like. All just because I need to use a book when the book could have just been provided to all the people in the class that, um, I guess they probably don't do that too because people drop classes and it's like, well, I bought the book and whatever, whatever. But it's like, if you drop the class, you should have to be, um, you should have to return the book or something, or you're going to have to pay for it. That should be the system. But people who register for a class and that's the class they're going to take, it's a required text that has to be bought through the school. I just think it should already be charged to your account or just a part of your tuition. So that's the set of fees. Not you get that and then you have to like, because refunds, like I said, they always don't work right for me personally. It's been issues since I've been in school, but you know, it's neither here nor there. Never get it in a timely fashion or have to wait and then I have to pay for stuff out of my pocket and then do other stuff. So it just doesn't always work out how I would prefer. And that's slightly irritating. Because, like, we just have so many other things to worry about as college students rather than trying to finesse. And the teachers are like, you have to have this or you're not going to be in the class anymore. And it's like, first of all, as a person who just works at a university, you shouldn't even be able to tell me I have to have a book for a class. And if I don't have a book in, like, two weeks, then I have to get kicked out the class. Like, this is not high school. Like, I'm paying to be in the class. So if I want to fucking, like, take the class and... 
like I can't get the book in a timely fashion or some shit. Like y'all should provide it. Like I know it's college, but people act like college students don't pay to go there. It's not like we pay to go here. Well, I guess it is like that, but we're adults either paying out our pockets with grant scholarships or loans for education and it's like I shouldn't even have to jump through all these hoops literally just to be in the class or do the normal things that is required of what I paid for it's not like I'm a part of a program that y'all saw some potential in me no I saw potential in myself and so I enrolled at your school and I went to school and made sure I got good grades in previous years or something And, like, I'm in school because I want to be here. Like, this is literally because I want to be here. So, it's like, don't make it harder for me. Or if I have some type of issue or struggle with something, like I said, make it harder. Like, I paid for this. It should be, like, not a 50-50 because teachers teachers obviously have to grade and run a class. But it's like, this isn't just you, you know, I don't know. The dynamics are crazy sometimes. And people actually, teachers sometimes talk to students or just act like, we don't pay like I said so a little bit crazy but digressing slowly some person in the car of course some dumbass white man I'm driving so I'm driving on the highway but the small highway I'm on the speed limit is 55 so me usually I go like five miles over the speed limit because in driving school they said you can do that and not get a ticket and that's what I've stuck by since I've been a teenager so I'm going to just continue to do that for real but that's neither here nor there I was going 10 miles over so I was already going 65 and so the person and I was in I was in the fast the fast lane going 65 but it was a two-lane road so it's not like I was like all the way on the left side and it was three lanes like it was just two so it's like I'm already going 10 over if you want to go faster than me that's one thing but I'm not going to get over just so I can be behind somebody going way slower than me just so you can like you know get past me when it's not even enough lanes to be switching back and forth efficiently you know so I'm not going to do it like it is what it is until we get to the three-lane part and so of course he's driving up behind me kind of like kind of close and I'm like I'm not about to move and he gets over and my windows are rolled down a little bit so he yells at his car um like why don't you get over or something and I was like nigga <laughs> and so I didn't run him down to go like say something to him but when I called back up naturally I was like why don't you go the speed limit and I shouldn't shouldn't have said that because I should have just took you know what you've been like you know what it's cool do your own thing But it was just the fact that, like, see, now I'm about to pass you, and you're doing all that extra stuff being rude, yelling out the window to me when you're, like, going way faster than, like, I'm already going over. Like, you're going way faster than necessary, so you should just chill out. And so, after I said that, he said something nigger. Of course, like, of course he did. And I was just like, I didn't get super, super mad, because it's like, that's a white people's tactic for a long time to do that and think black people go and just like buckle down and just feel so disrespected and it's rude as fuck and like I got like a my heart start beating kind of fast just because I don't like being called the n-word by white people you know obviously in connotations when they're trying to specifically demean me or make me feel like less obviously and that was his intent right then but like I was just like 
it just makes you feel sad for people too because it's like I'm not I'm not always going to try to justify everything everybody else does because I understand we're all on our own separate journeys of life and we have our own experiences I don't know what that fucking man has been through but it's just like I want to be unbothered so I'm not like upset by things like that but I'm not going to take any slight. I'm just not going to let people walk all over me. But it's a thin line, though, because people really do be having road rage and they, like, can, like pull out a gun or do something crazy or just have rage in general. And it's like, is it even worth it? And I know the answer. It's not worth it. But it's like, I'm just not in the generation where I'm going to be held by some racist person. I'm just not. And so it's just like, after that, like... I think they got off the highway anyway. Of course they got off the highway. It wasn't, they weren't about to sit here and continue to like drive next to me though. It's some like little coward shit. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna call you the N-word and I'm gonna get off the highway real quick. And it's like, it's of course he was just so unkempt and he just looked like a specific type of, you know, whatever. It, it's just unfortunate, but that happened today. And it's just like, that always, not always happens like every day I deal with that, but that that's just happens sometimes. And it's just so unfortunate. And it's just so ignorant. It's like, racist people sometimes really have so much to say. And it's like, y'all are the, y'all are the epitome of ignorant. Y'all are the epitome of just like, bigotry, hatred, ignorance, like, so many negative things and it's like you have the nerve to even say words that you know are probably meant to hurt my feelings and like I said it did kind of stir me up but I wasn't hurt because it was just like this nigga's really doing the most over going when he's the one speeding and going too fast and literally he's mad that I'm in the left this um, fast lane on the left and he his ex is on the right so he's just a dumbass and it's like you're dumb and you even think you have the right to call me an n-word it's just crazy and it's crazy, and it's like, I'm just, God knew what he was doing when he truly placed me in a generation where people just have more rights, because I either would have just been, like, raped or killed off super early or some shit, because I wouldn't have, ta- I wouldn't have taken it, and and I said that first part just because I feel like I would have, like, they would have tried to make me, like, a house person or, like... I just feel like I would have gotten taken advantage of pretty quickly if I was in a slavery type of setting. So that's why I said that. But um, I just, I w- I'm not here for that. And that's so crazy. And it's like, ah, uh, but 2019, September, actually, September 3rd, 2019, I got called a nigger once more by another white man in my life. So, you know, <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> That's so irritating. But back to Beyonce. So, as many people, probably in the world, but at least in America, have heard of, Beyonce is just an amazing artist, um, performer, singer, songwriter. She's an actress, um, and probably a lot of other dancer collaborative artists of different sorts but like at the end of the day she's amazing so I just wanted to give her a little shout out celebrate her and her career a little bit and her influence on me and I feel like the generation of people that I grew up around because we truly start growing up on Destiny's Child and when Beyonce's career took off I know I was right alongside with it just like so many of us and we can all attest to her just transforming and growing into just such an impactful and um, deliberate, precise woman of, you know, her word, her career, and so many other things. So, um, 
yeah, let's get into it. Yay! So I'm not even about to do like a, you know, a timeline of her career, what she's done, because we all pretty much know what she's done. Most people know what Beyonce has meant to this whole culture, for real, at least to the people who really like her, just the music industry. So I'm just going to talk about, like, like I said, my initial start of listening to Beyonce Heavy and really just getting into everything. And so like I said earlier, obviously Destiny's Child was just like, oh, this cool girl group, like, listen to their songs and really just like Bills, Bills, Bills and um, Independent Woman and um, um, That's So Good, Stay, some hits from Destiny's Child. And um, I think... The stuff that really, really solidified with me, like, I started rocking and rocking with it heavy when it was uh, Michelle Kelly and Beyonce. Like, I used to listen to some of their stuff before, like, the main hits, but the three of them, most classic, well-known, Destiny's Child, that's what I was rocking with. And I just want to say that album with the black cover on Destiny Fulfilled, that was a great album. And... This goes for, like, a lot of different music categories for um, when I was younger growing up. But I was listening to music that was way above my maturity level, way above everything. And so I was vibing. And I just remember, like, T-shirt being a slap, losing my breath. I mean, lose my breath. Like, of course, like, (laughs) so many memories associated with that song. Good, funny, and just, like, dancing and just trying to learn all the dance moves because growing up for me that was the era of music videos heavy like music videos are important now still but I just used to watch them like on tv for hours and like that's how whenever I was over at my grandma's house because she had cable I would watch some videos um getting ready for school in the morning or I would um just be watching them every now and then because they were just so cool and fun and it's just a story, and I still love them, like I said, but it was a whole different thing back then. But yeah, so Destiny's Child, and then they did their own things, and Beyonce Baby Girl came out with her album, okay? Um, what is it called? See, I'm over here slipping on my pimping. I know all the albums in my head, but let me just get the facts up so I'm not over here saying no incorrect information, because that would be disrespectful, right? Right, says all the beehive. Okay, and I wouldn't consider myself a part... Okay, yeah, Dangerously in Love. I could see the cover, but I'm just tripping. Okay, so yes, and I'm not even like a part of the beehive, I would say. Like, I'm not like a diehard fan for anybody. Like, I love Rihanna, but it's like, I'm not gonna... I don't think anybody should know all the facts and everything and stay up on somebody so much more than they stay on top of themselves. Like, for real, for real. And I know everybody has an interest in somebody, but... I'm never going to, like, be obsessing, obsessing. But if I ever ran to Beyonce or got to see her, I would be like, oh, my goodness, you're awesome. But, you know, still that, that fine line of being like, okay, she's still a person, but she is just, like, a great, fantastic person who has influenced many. But, yes, back to the album. Okay, so, obviously, she came not playing any games. And um, Baby Boy, favorite song on the album, um... Be Myself and I, classic. I loved Yes. I love Speechless. And I love, like I said, um, Baby Boy. Those were my favorites from that album. And, you know, it's just like even looking at um, the credits for who was writing the song and everything. It was just like a lot of, um, you know, a, a handful of people. <laughs> okay, so Skirt. 
this was just a lot of um varying soundtracks moves and just I just think she came into the game and showed us that she was nothing to be reckoned with on her own because she clearly was the one standing out before as we've seen with like her videos and little clips from when she was a kid on different talent shows and she definitely has made her way to the top and totally earns all the respect and admiration that she has now. So those are some songs off of um, Dangerously in Love. But next, that was in 2003. So 2006, she came back not playing with B-Day. And she just, like, this was amazing. And because she had, like, music videos for all the songs. And so this was before people were doing full visual albums. And this was even a big thing for her, I remember. Like, it wasn't, like, a secret release. Like, she promoted it, but she literally recorded a video for every song. And I had the documentary thing. And one year for Christmas, I received the B-Day music video selection um, just like everything in another Beyonce concert, concert video and just I love that stuff I love watching her perform live and I've never been to a physical concert and I actually need to in my lifetime I'm tripping for real for real but um just even seeing her perform live like memorizing the routines and like the transitions and everything but I love it but literally I loved every song I loved every song and like some I don't want to hear all the time just because but and those probably are only just like listen because it's just grand to hear on a regular basis and um probably resentment is still good but I don't want to hear all the time but everything else can be heard like often and that's deja vu give me body sugar mama of course upgrade you favorite ring the alarm kitty cat and yes she came talking that stuff freakum dress green light irreplaceable get me bodied check on it this is the um is this the extended version okay no the deluxe edition edition had um uh, oh beautiful liar that was a banger welcome to hollywood it had um uh, a lot of other remixes too but and if i don't really know what song that is right now flaws and all that's a banger but yes just straight through like it was classic and i'm gonna just let y'all hear a bit of the vibes of all the cds just some, like a couple of my favorite songs from each one because listen she just know she just every single era i just admire like the whole vibe and like her whole like look and I just love about anybody when they have a whole different um, era of music or something they have like the new photo shoots and the complete new look and it's just like I love watching that happen and just looking through the CD um, picture book and just looking at how they are trying to really really categorize these songs and categorize this phase of their life and so this was the first one that I think she just got awesomely right with and yeah let's jam to it so here is some B-Day era Beyonce so after that era comes I Am Sasha Fierce. Now, this whole entire thing was just so cool with the dual personalities and Sasha Fierce came out, but I truly love the Beyonce side. Like, I loved actually both sides of it, but Beyonce side has some bangers. Like, I guess that I am. <laughs> but, um, yes, uh, like, Disappear is such a classic to me. And, like smash into you satellites that's why you're beautiful those are all such great songs for real and like 
I love them. And then on the volume two side for Sasha Fierce, she came with Straight Heat. And I was really, I played this CD out. Like I truly had it, played it in my room all the time. But Radio Diva, Sweet Dreams, oh, love it. Um, video phone, yeah, but yeah, I just, I love both vibes working together. So we'll get a song or two from that. And, but also after that though, the generation of four, the generation of four, like, she came in 2011. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't say the year for the last album. So, um, I Am Sasha Fierce came out 2008. So, she was still, you know, after a short period of time, like, gotta, gotta just put the best out. So, 2013, here comes four. And it was just a great vibe and a great look and it just... Oh, let me add to the I Am Sasha Fierce. That was iconic for Beyonce. Like, she just single ladies and just the fame with that. And just, that was just a great period of time for her. And it was awesome to watch happen. But back to four. So I just, this was such a cool, fun vibe album. And it just showed a different transition of Beyonce and how she was expressing herself and beginning to open up her show, which ultimately leads to the banger we're about to get to next. As you can see, I'm excited. But yes, like some of my favorite favorites from this album were just like Party with Andre 3000, classic. I miss you, I'm a head ass and I'm in my feelings. So stuff like that really gets to my heart. <laughs> Dance for you, classic at parties, classic. <laughs> I care, rather die young, yes. and. End of time, and um, you know everything was good. But those are the songs I would like love, like love to listen to over and over and over again. But still, best thing I never had. Start over. I was here. Um, school, actually, school and life was a really good song too. But love on top, it just got played out. But it's still so good. Like oh, countdown. It's just great time for Beyonce and this era of just how she looked, her style. I loved it. Like. The fashion was great. It just really, I don't know. I just love seeing people evolve. And like Beyonce, I know she just has to do so much in her life for real. And it's like, she was being creative up until this point. But I just feel like her really being able to like, cause like even having to say I am Sasha Fierce, it's like you have to like have two different personalities. It can't just be all, you know, one person expressing yourself. But you know, she bodied that and then came back with a more expressive album. And she keeps following suit. And it's just a great transition to watch. Because she's been in the spotlight for so long, so it's just, you respect her as a person more so for ju than just the artist. And it's just, it's great. Pe people need role models like that. And people should try to be role models like that. And I'm not saying live your life so you have to be a role model, but your actions, your genuine nature should, in fact, inspire others. And, you know, make others want to be like you in a way, or just have some of the same respect, respectful or respectable aspects about themselves that you have, you know? That's just how I feel about it. And she embodies this. She bodied this. So let's listen to some of her songs, okay? <laughs> so after all those bangers that she just kept, you know, you know, throwing at us constantly, we're not even getting a chance to catch our breath. 2013, December 13th, she comes out with Beyonce, her self-titled album, and she knew it was so great because no promo, instant drop online with the visual album, you know, and her name. She said, fuck a title. I'm not thinking of anything else except my name because this is how much clout my name carries. And I'm going to back it up with a banging album. And when I say banging, everybody who's listened to this album, you don't have to even like Beyonce, but I think this album deserves respect for just like, 
the music, the visuals, and it, it really was very well thought out. And I bought that as soon as I saw it drop. And by no means was I balling early senior year. Like, I was okay, but I was not balling, balling. But as soon as I saw she dropped this, I bought that. It was not even a thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, of course. What? I was on iTunes like, what? Of course, what? But it was beautiful. And so my favorites from Beyonce's album, I literally was just talking about my friends like at the time saying like, I want Beyonce to really start expressing herself more, show this, her, you know, her more womanly sexual side and because she's always so like worried about what people have to say keeping a good image and being respectable to certain audiences and then she came out with this and she was saying everything she wanted to say doing everything she wanted to do representing for just her blackness really just going out there and again showing how great she is but in such a greater magnitude and I loved it like I loved it I loved it I loved it haunted oh my gosh like that was such a it's such a great song and I love the whole music video and vibe and it's just beautiful like drunken love obviously is a bop and they just worked really well together on that song and blow like you can just vibes no angel i love it and the video was perfect for that type of song visual went perfect partition i said girl you better come you better talk that like for real for real you deserve to and then my other favorite rocket classic slow little classic and just mine with drake i really love that song and yeah i really love that song and (laughs) just visuals on crazy and xl makes me want to cry i just i don't know that just gets me in my feelings for some reason, that type of vibe in that song. So I love it. And Flawless, obviously, just great. The extending of it and just making it a legit thing, it was perfect. Superpower with Frank Ocean, like, come on now. They paired beautifully on a track together. And just the feels with Heaven and Blue. And it's just, she just did great with those. And Volume 2 having remixes and 7-Eleven and... Um, some other ones I don't really listen to like that much but just this is a beautiful album and I commend her so much for her growth and you like she really is further peeling back her layers and showing more of her true self and expressing herself more like it's just going deeper and deeper bleeding into the lemonade era which was released um they're trying to lie they're trying to throw me off saying it was released this year no it was not that's that version 2016 the date is april 23rd 2016 and it was completely different like i'm like oh what seeing the cover like okay y'all say what okay girl like what we about to expect here and pray you catch me like pray you catch me was just like a whole different little feel and hold up just first of all by this point she's mastered her just art and visuals with the with the songs and now she always does it always has banging visuals now because she set her own standards so it's like (laughs) got to but some of my personal favorites are don't hurt yourself like i love it i love that just she bodied that for that was a great song and um sorry like i ain't sorry hey nigga no sorry I'm sorry. Hey, Bob. <laughs> and um, Six and Chills, I love just like the stacking money, money everywhere she go. Like, just, I just love that little part. And I think the dream, to- not the dream, the weekend is totally perfect for that. <laughs> that was a fail, but at least I fixed it quick. 
<laughs> and of course, like, um, I love, uh, yeah, no, I love All Night too. Information obviously grew on me. When I first heard it, I was like, I had to be like, okay, okay. But then eventually I was like, all right, now this actually is a banger for it. It was just so different from what she was doing. But obviously the storyline behind this is fueled by personal matters and she really is laying herself on the line more and more as a person great and it's like Beyonce you deserve it girl so shout out to you sis let's listen to some of these bangers on here okay (laughs) y'all know how we do it on this all right (laughs) coming to a close some of the most recent things that Beyonce has put out or done that have been epic as fuck have been her Coachella performance Beachella baby girl shook that ran that through and did her thing. I was drunk in my living room at the time. Like late night, early morning. Screaming, watching it on YouTube. It was amazing. I loved the transitions. I loved the outfits. I loved the theme. I loved everything. And it was amazing. So we're going to hear some of those. <laughs> Just a couple of the selections from that. But also um, her being featured in The Lion King. I haven't even seen it yet. And I haven't listened to the whole soundtrack. But... You know, she just u- is using more, like, African beats, more ethnic type of um, rhythmic patterns, and it's just awesome. And just embracing her true self, her history more as she's gotten older, become a mother of just more children and everything. And she's just grown, and it's been evident, so I can appreciate that. She's a boss, though, like, just a boss in every aspect, for real. Self-made, what it really means to be self-made. Like, hard work, dedication to the fullest, and, like, that's it. Nothing else except hard work and dedication. So, she just always has my respect, for real. But also, um... Let me look and see. Some of her other projects and features and everything, because I want to accurately talk about everything. But, um... I guess... Her song, Die With You, is cute, too. And her live albums just always have been um, just awesome. You just feel it, and you really feel like you're there. She really gives her all. And you can tell, and that's exactly what you need in a performer. And really, in any profession, you want somebody to give their all and want somebody to be fully in it. And different professions are going to call like a different amount of your dedication to it. But if it's like your dream and what you want for yourself, like put your all into that for real. And it's like she's a pure example of really putting her somebody putting their all into something and really reaping the benefits and staying consistent making sacrifices but the end and the reward that she's received is so much greater than probably even she thought she might have imagined it but her impact to this world and this culture and to just a lot of my friends lives and people I know men women just anybody just I don't know, it's just makes you feel good listening to her music and the songs are so great and it's just something we can all relate to and connect on and honestly just really be knowing most, like I know most of the words of most of her songs and it's like a lot of people, I know a lot of their stuff, but Beyonce, I really truly like know a lot of her stuff and so many people can say the same because she's really just that awesome and that great and she deserves to be celebrated. So that's what I'm doing today. So happy birthday to you, Beyonce. You're definitely not going to hear this, but... We can all appreciate some Beyonce, you know, praise and um, Beyonce bangers. That's never, ever going to be something that I would turn away. So, yes, but I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And we're going to go out with a bang like we've been doing the whole time. 
Thank you so much for listening. We'll be right back here Thursday. And I'll have some announcements about the future of Honestly I'm Irritated, dates, and so forth and so on. Thanks again. And here we go, y'all. Get it? Because Beyonce sure will. (laughs) Bye now. You just finished listening to an Ashley Milan Brooks original production. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.